Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the Brewery Overlook in beautiful Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. I'm John Overall, and this is the interview show for WP Plugins A to Z.com. And with me today, I have Sharam Avir from datacue.co and we're here to talk about a plugin he's got for personalizing your WooCommerce website or your WooCommerce uh, store on your website. It looks to be an interesting plugin. I hadn't heard much about it. So uh, welcome to the show, Sharam. Thanks, John. Love to be, lovely to be here. Yeah, well, I'm always happy to have new visitors. And uh, you've got an interesting plugin just from the brief bits I went and looked it up. Tell me a little bit about this. This plug-in here, it says personalizing WooCommerce. What do you mean, personalizing WooCommerce? Like, what does it do? Yeah, that's the trouble with personalization. It's like one of those overly used words like artificial intelligence. Like, mm-hmm. people use it everywhere, so it kind of doesn't mean anything at all at this point. Right. Um, so, so let's define it. Um, what we mean by personalization is having some kind of internal remarketing in your own website. So think of it like a hotel concierge that's in your e-commerce. And for each visitor that comes, uh, what we try to do is to show the content that we think they're most likely to buy. And, and by doing so, try to improve your conversion rate. Okay, so internal remarketing. Now, I've got a quick question here, and this is something that popped up when I was reviewing things. Your plug-in, it, is it a third-party service where they connect their website into your servers and your servers come in and analyze and give them information? Is that how it works? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, so um, when you're talking internal remarketing, is it when you're, you've, got, you, you've got on your website, you talk about uh, notifications on it, uh, creating things such as banners and products, et cetera, et cetera. How is this done? Is this something people have to do inside their WordPress website, or would they do it from a dashboard that you provide for them? Um, a little bit of both, right? So um, I think the best example is, say, if you look at a mainstream website like um, YouTube or Netflix. So the content you see I see because it's all based on your preferences, right? So there's really two parts to it. So when you sign up to DataQ, um, our plugin um, downloads things like your users, uh, your customers, uh, the orders, and your products, and tries to match all your customers and tries to make a guess uh, looking at their past history at what they're going to purchase next. Okay. Then the next, uh, the second part of it is obviously once we've come up with those recommendations, we need to show them on your website. So um, with WooCommerce, um, We've got widgets and shortcodes if you're a little bit more technical. So mm-hmm. you basically just need to go to your homepage and insert the shortcode for banners, insert the shortcode for products. And so for every visitor that comes in, our um, uh, code will look at that visitor and say, oh, hey, it's John, and he's back. So I think for John, we're going to show product A, B, C, and uh, banner you know, A, E, F. And that's what uh, you're going to see when you log on to the website. Okay, and so it shows it on the login page that they log into as a specific page that they're they should no. redirect to, or just any. It just shows up on the page. Any so we, we think about it like new sections that you add. So if you get mm-hmm. a new theme for your WooCommerce website, mm-hmm. and maybe it's like a slider with different images, just think about it like that. So we're just going to replace that slider with the data queue slider. Okay. Um, we don't use sliders, but just to go with the metaphor. Right. And except this time, the images are not going to be static. It's going to be different for every visitor that comes in. So you can add the recommendations 
Uh, typically, you would do it on your home page, on your product page, on your cart page. Um, okay. Generally not in the checkout process because that's where you don't want to distract anybody and you just want them to complete the purchase. But um, top of the funnel, let's say. Okay. And um, so the information is pulled from their history and it looks at, uh, I'm, trying, I'm just trying to get it into my head here. It's, it's, it's slightly yeah. confusing to me at the moment. Is It's pulled from, if, what if the person hasn't made any purchases in the store? What happens at that point there? We'll go with that simplicity there. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so what we do is we look at all the purchase history to understand the behavior of your overall customers. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing like what YouTube does, right? So if you've never watched a video of, I don't know, baseball, mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter because when you click on your first video for baseball, YouTube knows, hey, everybody else who's been watching baseball videos seem to like these videos. Mm -hmm. So maybe we'll show on a few more of these. So that's exactly what we do with e-commerce. So you've just got a whole bunch of products from different categories. Right. We've learned the behavior of what customers are really doing on your website. Um, and using that, we can actually help with the first-time user. So when you're coming for the first time, we have no idea what you like. So what we do is we show you the best sellers, the, the best performing uh, products that we have. And this information is being updated every day. So, you know, in winter, it's going to be different. In summer, it's going to be different. But then the moment you start interacting with the website, so maybe you click on a product or maybe you do a search, now we've got a much better idea of what you're looking for, and immediately we'll start updating the profile for that specific visitor. Okay. Does, does that help? That does. That, that's exactly where I was going next, is uh, if they start clicking on products or looking at products, does it start exactly. refining the, uh, the uh, lack of a better term, the algorithm? I really don't like yeah. the term, but uh, the algorithm to sort of figure out what they might like. If they pick this, well, maybe they'll like these ones here. Okay. Well, that's, exactly. that's actually quite nice. And this one here, how long have you guys had this product out? I like this is the first time it's run across my plate when you got hold of me. So, is so it... we've been in about closed beta for about a year okay. and we've been public for another six months. Okay. So last week, the whole of the last week, we've actually featured on the Shopify app store. Okay. Um, so I think we're getting a lot of traction there. And um, for us, like WooCommerce um, is just a, a very logical um, next step. Yeah. WooCommerce is a very large, very large chunk of the e-commerce market nowadays. So, exactly. Yeah. And it's a very easy to use product. And we know that there's, I mean, the whole point of uh, why I'm doing this is because um, uh, what I found is that things like artificial intelligence and uh, machine learning are just pure buzzwords. Everybody likes yeah. to say them, but mm -hmm. I think very small minority actually know what it means. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in the market right now, it's one of the reasons I started DataQ. Um, I think that's this huge inequality of understanding how to use data. So you've got companies like Google, uh, Amazon using data really well to um, improve their business. But small businesses are literally struggling because one, they've just not got enough time. And two, they just don't have the resources to understand it. So right. for me, what I wanted to do was to make the service like think of it like a black box where it's just really easy to understand and you can get the benefits out of this technology, but you don't really need to be some coding math uh, math uh, you know genius to actually know what's going on. Absolutely, yeah, that's one of the big problems out there in the world is dealing with the mass amounts of data. And if you're a small business, you may have data, but you don't have ways to manage and manage, manipulate, and use that data to your advantage. 
So service, services like this can definitely help the uh, small person out there with uh, e-commerce stores. So what are some of the, uh, what are some of, tell us a little bit about what kind of stores could most benefit from having this in their, in their site? What, what sales levels is where it starts to be really valuable? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I mean, I, uh, one of the problem challenges we've had is that people like to try to get our app immediately when they're just starting out, and that's exactly when you don't want to use an app like ours. Um, I mean, I, I just put two numbers out there. So the first one is how many products do you have, right? So if you there are there are a lot of e-commerce sites that are very successful that just have ten products. So if you've got ten products, you absolutely do not need personalization. You can put all ten on your homepage and you're done. Mm -hmm. Um, right, but then let's say you do have a lot of variety, and you've got maybe a hundred products, and you've got lots of categories. Now, it, now personalization starts to get a little bit more interesting. Then the next thing you want to look at is, okay, what's the diversity of my customers? So if I'm constantly having only one type of customer, so let's say uh, I, I run a fashion store, and every all of my customers are um, you know young women, for instance, mm -hmm. then again personalization doesn't really make much sense. But if you've got a fashion store or let's say you're selling baby products, and the kind of customers you get are, say, expectant parents, uh, parents with toddlers, uh, kids, uh, people who want to buy uh, gifts, uh, gifts baby, baby showers, these are all very, very different behaviors. And it's almost impossible for you to define a single website experience to convert all of these different groups very well. Right. So I'd say take a look at these, and obviously you want to be making some reasonable amount of money. So at least I would say if you're, if you're earning about at least 1000 or $2,000 a month, that's a good time to think about something like personalization because if you're not doing that, then it, it's a pretty good sign that you should be spending your money elsewhere and maybe more Facebook ads or Google ads to get your traffic up. So hopefully that gives you uh, a, a reasonable sense of like when someone should think, be thinking about this. Well, that, makes, that does makes a lot of sense and because many times people with small stores think they need to do everything under the sun before they have the uh, sales of the uh, client base underneath them and then there's people that like you said, there's ones that only have a few products and that's all their clients ever buy. So yeah, I, I have a, I have a couple of clients of mine that have small stores. One of them, he sells the exact same thing to the same type of people. He has what a dozen products and that's mm -hmm. all he sells. And so, yeah, he wouldn't, ma ma he wouldn't majorly benefit from this, but I do, ha I yeah. do have one that has a, uh, what I want to call it a metaphysical store online and they sell a wide variety of products. And while we don't have the traffic to the site yet, but when it does, this could be of something of benefit for them to help uh, personalize it for them. So yeah, yeah. Okay. that makes a, makes a lot of sense with it. Uh, can you tell me some, one of the things about it is like, I'm always curious with third party services because of course you got to make an income from it. How do you price out your product for people to do it? I noticed on your website, you have two ways of doing it, but how does that, how does that work for people? So we see, um, yeah, I mean, it's funny, right? So we're trying to optimize the experience for different kind of customer groups, but then we ourselves have different types of customers as, as well. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the two major groups I see are people who are just starting out 
And then, um, so the sophistication level is that they don't want to think too much about the tool they're using. They, don't, they want something very predictable. So we've got an introductory price of just $29, and we're just doing the basics like product recommendations. And you've probably seen product recommendations everywhere. So these aren't really, what right. we're trying to do is just to, like have give you a much better quality product recommendation, and you just mm -hmm. pay 29 a month. Um, and that's a good way to start. But then once the tool starts making you money, we're essentially a marketing tool. So it's a little bit like when you're looking at Facebook ads or Google ads, it's all ROI based. So if I'm paying Facebook, I don't know, $100 and I'm earning 1500 from it, that's a pretty good ROI. So when you think about ROI, if I'm making you more money, then it doesn't really matter. So what we've done with personalization uh, for all, we have a, the sort of the more advanced plan is we just give you all the features which we have and you pay a 2% commission mm -hmm. uh, for every sale that we make. Now we're very strict about how we attribute the sale because one of the things we've noticed is that that's a lot of attribution fatigue, if that makes sense. Like every tool wants to say that we made you a lot of money. Right. Uh, so what we try to do is be really strict. So essentially, um, I mean, if you look at an e-commerce uh, store, a conversion rate is between 0.5 to 1.5 percent, right. uh, more or less. You know, if, um, so that what does that mean? That paints, that basically means 100 people come into your site, 99 of them are passive. They're not going to buy from you. Mm -hmm. So our job is to try to activate them and try to uh, like show them something interesting, get that click, and try to get them to um, like interact with your store. They'll probably come back in a little while. So what we do is we define a time period of five days. Mm -hmm. If we show them a suggestion, so say a product like, I don't know, a T-shirt, mm -hmm. and if they click on that um, suggestion and they buy that T-shirt in five days, we consider that an, uh, to an attribution sale to DataQ. But you know, in an, on the other end, if they clicked on a T-shirt and they bought trousers, we don't consider that. Right. So we, we try to be like very... Uh, sort of upfront with how we attribute conversions. Uh, and that way, I think it makes a lot more sense for you to see, okay, so is DataQ really with that suggestion? If they bought you, bought me, got me more sales, then you just pay 2% of that. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's nice that you get it nice and cleared and a little bit of transparency for the people using your products then. And that's important in this day and age when it's so hard to uh, hard to ensure that everything is being tracked properly. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it is, and I I understand that really well. Now I got one other one other quick question here. Um, do you have much competition in this particular market? I hadn't seen any, and what how does how does your product stand out if you do have competition in this market? We do. Um, so what we found is that our competition is either doing very basic things, like what I talked about, the product recommendations. So mm -hmm. you've got like a whole bunch of apps and sometimes teams come with these random products thrown together. So we think we can do a lot better than that. Mm -hmm. And then on the other end, you have enterprise level software. So you've got companies like Nosto, Evergage. So you're gonna be spending a few thousand dollars a month just to get these guys. So what we're trying to do is we see a huge opportunity in the say the small to medium segment uh, e-commerce websites mm -hmm. where you know the current widgets which are something like ten dollars a month aren't really cutting it mm -hmm. but they've got uh, they've got enough business to justify a more advanced tool but then they don't want to invest into these very high-end enterprise solutions right. and the reason why we can do things a lot more efficiently is that we don't really need a technical salesperson to come in and set up everything for you so we've designed the product from day one to be like a like like for instance for woocommerce it's just a plugin you just install it and we've got a documentation which you can read and set it up 
will obviously also help you um, with getting it set up, but there's no need to do any rules. Um, the algorithm just learns and does it on its own. Okay, so yeah, that was another area to go to as you were talking there was setup and installation of the plugin. So it's pretty much like most other WordPress plugins, ins install, activate, and then you have an API key or something that's added to it to integrate with your system. Is that how it works? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I think it's going to be, just to be very transparent, it's going to be a little bit more involved than your run-off-the-mill plugin because mm -hmm. we do, do have to do a lot more. So, you know, there is a little bit more complexity. But okay. essentially, you install the plugin, uh, and when you sign up on our website, we'll tell you an API key and API secret. You just mm -hmm. need to paste that into the plugin. Right. And then in terms of setup, you're done. It's going to sync everything. Mm -hmm. And then all you have to do is to go to your um, homepage and your product page or wherever you want, and paste the shortcodes that we've got into those stores. Mm -hmm. And um, the last thing which you need to do is obviously do a bit of CSS. So that's something we can mm -hmm. help you with okay. if you have any trouble. But you know, when you do these product recommendations, you do want to align how those look with the rest of your theme so it looks yeah. very consistent. Yeah, well, that's, not, that's actually not too bad. That's how a vast majority of plugins are. If you set them up, you still got to go in there and do a little bit of CSS to make it look pretty with the rest of your theme. So Right. Okay. Well, that's excellent. This is uh, looks like it's going to be a very interesting plugin uh, over time. Unfortunately, I don't have any place to uh, run a good test on it myself, but uh, we'll see about uh, just announcing it out as a plugin people want to know about. Anyway, this is the point here where you get to tell others how they can get tell listeners out there how they can get hold of you and how they can go check it out and bring this into their own site if they like. So, uh, thanks, John. So, uh, visit our website on dataq.co. Uh, you can also email me directly at, um, so my name is really, uh, you know, not the most usual name. It's S-H-A-H-R-A-M at dataq.co. That's D-A-T-A-C-U-E dot C-O. Um, we offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. We're pretty confident that uh, uh, the tool can work for you. Um, so within 30 days, if you're not happy for any reason, let us know and we'll refund you the money. Uh, but just like we were talking about with John earlier, do make sure that you're actually ready for a tool like this. So as if you're making at least $1,000 a month and you've got at least 100 products on your store, that's a pretty good sign that um, we could probably work well, well for you. Perfect. Well, thanks a lot for your time. I greatly appreciate you being on the show. Thanks, John. Thanks a lot for your time. Okay, and that's all we got for you. I'm going to let my girl take us on out of here. Reminders for the show. All show notes can be found at wppluginsatoz.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins created by developers because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to wppluginsatoz.com slash donate and set the donation level that fits your budget. Help us make the show better for you by subscribing and reviewing the show at Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and in the iTunes Store. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook page using wppluginsatoz.com slash Facebook. You can also watch the show live on YouTube, check out the screencast, and training videos, and remember to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of all new videos. Follow the show on Twitter at WPPluginsAtoZ. John can also be reached at his website, johnoverall.com, or email him directly, john at wppro.ca. Thanks for joining us, and have a great day.
thanks for listening to the show. This show is copyrighted by johnoverall.com. So until next time, have yourselves a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today.